Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey guys, it's Natalia and welcome to Unfiltered Fashion Talks. I'm so excited to finally be starting this podcast. You guys have no idea how much I've been working on this, how many months ago I started working on this, but it is finally here. And for the first episode, I wanted it to just be solo. I kind of just want to talk about myself and my journey so you guys kind of know where I'm coming from, whether you're new to uh, my social media or not. I just kind of want to give you guys some background before I bring a bunch of really exciting guests in. I've been thinking about starting a podcast for a very long time because I really enjoy talking to a camera on YouTube. And if you guys saw the raw footage of all of the videos that I've ever filmed, it is hours upon hours of me talking. Like, I can talk to a camera all day long. I'm a super introverted person normally, and I don't actually talk a lot in social situations, but when I am by myself at my house in front of a camera, like, I can talk for hours on end. Like, I could talk your ear off. So, I was like, you know what? A podcast would be super fun for me, and especially because I get a lot of questions from you guys um, in general about fashion, fashion design, fashion school, uh, starting a business, all the things, and I just want a place where I can kind of give you all the information I have and kind of just be, I don't know, be a space where we can have a little community and just talk about everything fashion because I think the fashion industry has always been super, like, secretive in a way or almost just, like, I don't know, everybody gatekeeps everything in fashion, I feel like, and nobody likes to tell you how to possibly get to the top or how to make it. And I personally think that there's room in the world for everybody to be successful if they want to be and if that is meant for them. So I just want a space where we can kind of just talk openly about things in the fashion industry, whether that is sustainability, ethics, how to make it, school, literally anything and everything. I just want a space for that. So that being said, I kind of want to give you guys a background on my fashion journey, I guess, and how I got to where I am. So as of right now, I am 21 years old, although I will be almost 22 by the time this comes out. Um, so take it as you will. I'm either 21 or 22 by the time you're listening to this. Or if you're listening to this years later, I don't know how old I'll be. But as of right now, I'm 21 and I have had my slow fashion brand for about a year. Slow fashion basically means that everything is made with sustainability and ethics in mind. In my case, I hand make everything using sustainable fabrics. Um, but that's something I'll probably just talk more about in a different video. I started my brand in June of 2020 after graduating from FIT in May of 2020, which as you all know is the year of the pandemic. So I wasn't intending to start a brand right after school. Um, I actually thought I would work for a couple years in the industry and then start a brand later on. But because of COVID, I ended up moving from New York back to Indiana and there's really nothing else for me to do in Indiana in the fashion industry other than start my own brand. So that's what I did and that's kind of why that happened the way it did. And I'm very thankful that it happened that way because I'm super content with where my life is going, even though it's not at all what I thought it would be. Um, I definitely pictured myself living in New York for, you know, a long time and working there. I had an internship and they were actually gonna hire me for the summer and I was like super jazzed about it because it was a super fun internship. I enjoyed it so much. I was really like, I don't know, I feel like it, everything was kind of like building up and I was enjoying it and I was excited about it. 
and then you know COVID just like crushed all my dreams um but it also brought new ones so I, I can't be too upset about it but anyway like I said I did go to FIT but I did an associates program so I only did two years there mostly because I wasn't loving the school after being in New York so I did this gets really complicated I feel like I did a year in Italy my first year I studied abroad in Italy at Palamoda through FIT though so this is still FIT but I did a year at Palamoda and then the second year I did in New York at FIT so I did two years one in Italy one in New York and I just was not uh feeling that great in New York I wasn't loving it maybe if I'd stayed longer and it was a different phase of my life I would have enjoyed it a lot more but I was not in a good place mentally so I wasn't enjoying my time and I um, just didn't love school and everything so I was like I just want to do two years kind of work my way up after that and then once like the pandemic hit and all that it just made more sense for me to only stay with the two-year program because I didn't want to do a bachelor's online especially when you're paying that much money to be out-of-state tuition and then you're actually still doing it from home in Indiana and it's like super expensive and you're not getting the same um, learning experience because it's such a hands-on major so it kind of worked out in my favor, but uh, that's a question I get asked a lot about why I did an associates and not a bachelor's. Um, but I think it worked out for the better for me. I don't necessarily recommend that for everybody because I do think a bachelor's is super valuable um, for a lot of different things. But for me, it worked out that an associates was just as good. So that's kind of my background in that. Um, I feel like I'm kind of working backwards on telling you kind of my life story, but I started sewing when I was uh, a freshman in high school. My high school actually offered sewing classes, which is kind of random, but uh, yeah, I took that freshman year and then I took it every year after that and loved it. I really fell in love with it uh, freshman year. And it was by the time my sophomore year came around is when I kind of started taking it more seriously in terms of like, I want to major in this because freshman year I had a different sewing teacher, but then uh, sophomore year through senior year, I had the same one every year and she was the absolute best and she really believed in me and um, she very much told me that I could pursue it and she kind of opened me up to the world of fashion schools. I didn't know that fashion schools were a thing at all until she basically told me because I don't know about you guys, but if you're from like the middle of nowhere Midwest or just like, you know, any sort of rural area that's not like the East Coast, West Coast, I feel like you just don't know that art schools are much of a thing or fashion schools are a thing because that's just not what people do usually around here. So you hear of all the state schools, like, you know, everybody goes to like Indiana University and Purdue and Notre Dame and all these like, you know, great schools out here, but I never heard anything about FIT or like, Parsons. Parsons I only knew existed because of freaking Project Runway, um, but I didn't know about like, I don't know, Pratt or SCAD or any other art school. So once I was introduced to that world of fashion schools, I obviously went down the rabbit hole of trying to figure out which one I would want to go to. And I was so set on Parsons because I loved Project Runway growing up. It was obviously my favorite show ever. And I just like thought that going to school there would be like Project Runway. So I was like, that's where I want to go. Like I can't go anywhere else. I want to go to Parsons, um, which is funny because I ended up doing some college tours in New York and we visited um, FIT Pratt and Parsons all in one day. And I hated Parsons because they don't tell you that 
the actual rooms you work in, their facilities are not that great. Um, I feel like you have all these really high expectations when you watch Project Runway because they have the most beautiful facilities and it just looks so clean and beautiful and like perfect. And then you go to the actual school and it's like literal trash. Like there's like writing on the walls. It's like super run down. And considering you're paying like thousands upon thousands of dollars to go to that school, like you would think they'd have better facilities. Um, so anyway, point being, hated it when we went on the tour, like did not like it, still applied. Um, I got waitlisted actually, which I'm not shocked about, but um, yeah, I'm kind of glad I didn't end up going there because I, I don't think it would have been for me. I did not like it at all. Um, but on the contrary, for whatever reason, whenever I looked up FIT, I didn't want to go there because their website just threw me off for whatever reason. I don't know why it, like their website made it seem like they were a very jank school to me. I don't, I literally don't know why. I couldn't tell you, but for whatever reason, I was like, this just doesn't seem like a really great school for whatever reason, and I don't know, like, I don't know why it's ranked so high, um, but then we visited it, and, you know, I could understand it. I liked the environment a little bit better. I thought the facilities were a little nicer, even though they're still not the greatest necessarily. It's still pretty run down. It's still, like, you know, old New York, but um, I liked it a lot more, and I liked the idea of their campus being, like, a closed-off, like, street, so you have, like, all the buildings in one space, because a lot of college campuses in New York in general are kind of all over the city, and you have to kind of move around different places, but I really loved that at FIT it was, like, you've got one street, and that's where all your classes are, and, like, it doesn't go out of there, so it's, it's really nice. Um, and then Pratt I didn't like because it was in Brooklyn, and it was kind of far away and I wanted to be in Manhattan. So that's kind of how I came upon uh, choosing FIT as like the place I wanted to be at. Obviously I ended up applying everywhere and um, I got in everywhere except for Parsons where I was waitlisted. But yeah, I'm, I'm so thankful that I ended up being able to go to FIT. I actually applied directly to their Italy program, which is something that nobody talks about. And I feel like not even like on the tours or anything did I ever hear anything about this program ever. But when I was applying, you have to like double check all your things like before you hit like send on your application. And at the very end, it said something like, oh, you are like choosing to major in fashion design. And it was like the drop down menu and you could choose like fashion design in New York, fashion design in Italy. And I was like, wait a second, fashion design in Italy. That sounds like something I'd want to do. So I clicked on fashion design in Italy, submitted it. And I think I told my parents after the fact that I already submitted it because I don't know, in my head, I was like, well, I think it'd probably give me a higher chance of getting in just because probably not a lot of people apply to it. But also I've always wanted to study abroad in Italy. And in my head, I was like, it's a good thing to just get it out of the way the first year. And then after that, you're just in New York and you don't have to like live in New York for two years and then go study abroad for one and then come back to New York. I don't know. I feel like that's just a lot. So in my head, it just made sense to kind of get it out of the way the first year and then just be in New York after that. And I'm so glad I did that because it was the like greatest experience ever. I literally almost thought about transferring to just Palomoda because I loved being in Italy so much, but I didn't want to have to restart my entire like college career because it's so difficult to transfer credits between art schools. So in my head, I was like, okay, it doesn't make sense. FIT is technically a better name school, so it looks better on my resume or whatever. And like, I'll just go through with it, which, you know, I'm glad I, everything happened the way it did. But yeah, I really, really loved it over there. And it was the greatest experience ever. But that's kind of a little bit about kind of my background on fashion. Um, like I said, I did actually have an internship in New York that second semester that I was there, um, which obviously got cut short because of COVID, 
which is really unfortunate, but I really loved it. I worked at Kukuleli Shaheen. Um, they are an haute couture kind of a custom beaded gowns kind of a brand, I guess. And they were incredible. I got to work with literally the two co-founders, Anthony and Anna, in their little studio apartment in Soho. And it was the coolest thing ever because now they've actually grown so, so much since I was last with them, which is really great and so crazy. And I'm so happy for them because I think they just got a new actual workspace, which is really exciting. So they're not working out of their home and they've gained so many followers on social media, which is really great because they have incredible work. I'm literally obsessed with everything they do. It was just a great experience. I think it'd be really fun to do a whole episode on internships eventually, but yeah, that's kind of that. And going back to kind of like my brand and stuff, because it is so focused on sustainability and ethics, I get asked a lot why I chose to do that or how I made that switch because I don't think anybody grows up like being a perfectly sustainable or um, ethical consumer. I definitely wasn't. I was definitely into fast fashion, very much so. I was doing, you know, the Black Friday hauls in middle school and high school, and I was shopping at Forever 21 and Zara and all the things. And it wasn't until I went to college that I actually ended up deciding to start my sustainability journey. So I feel like it's still rather recent in my head. I guess it's been like three years at this point, but it still feels recent to me. But yeah, when I got to college, I felt like a lot of my classmates, specifically Emily, I am probably gonna have her on at some point on this podcast, but I love her. She's great. And she's probably one of the first people I ever saw speak out about like Zara in particular is one that stands out to me because we were in Italy at the time. So everybody in Europe wore Zara and she was posting about how like unethical and unsustainable it was. And, you know, I had never actually thought about it. It's like, A, I never thought about the sustainability aspect of it because that's just not how I grew up and nobody in the Midwest talks about sustainability. So it's just not something that ever crossed my mind. But the ethics part of it, I find so interesting because I think all of us know that sweatshops exist and all of us know that majority of clothing produced is, you know, made in very unethical ways. And for whatever reason, as a society, we've decided that that's like, okay, and that's just the way things are and we can't change that because I just never questioned it growing up, even though I knew it happened. And I think that's how most people are. Nobody actually thinks that things are made ethically and people are getting paid fairly. Everybody knows that things are being made in third world countries where people aren't getting paid properly and they have awful work conditions and all the things. So it was a very eye-opening time in my life where I really reflected on what it was gonna mean for me to be a fashion designer and what it meant for me to be part of this industry because I had already had a lot of trouble kind of deciding to come into this industry because to me, the fashion industry from the outside just looks so vain. It looks like such a harmful, toxic place to be because, you know, people are really rude to you. You hear awful horror stories for like internships and you hear horror stories about like models and how they're treated and obviously how garment workers are treated and just all the things it seems so toxic and in my head i just had so much trouble like you know coming to terms with like wanting to be in the industry just because of that but i ended up coming to terms with it and being like okay well clothing is one way to really express yourself and it's the way that we kind of show our personalities and it's something super fun and it's if you do it right it's a way to feel really good about yourself and you know help others feel good about themselves so that's kind of the route i wanted to take with fashion was you know make it a positive thing make people feel really good about 
um, you know, what they're wearing and how they feel in what they're wearing and all of that is kind of the route I wanted to take. But, you know, it really opened my eyes to think further than just like the end like goal slash like the consumer. And I really started to think about the entire process as a whole and how I can bring more positivity into that whole process. And obviously, ethics became like the number one thing I thought about in terms of like, okay, obviously I do not want to support these awful working conditions or these awful wages and all these things that are happening and that have been happening. Like I want to do something about it. And if I start a brand one day, I want to do it in the right way. I want everybody to be paid properly. I want it to just be done right so that people can see that it's definitely possible and it's not some unattainable, unreachable thing. And then in terms of sustainability, that's just not something I had ever thought about. But obviously, I think anybody who starts their sustainable fashion journey watches, you know, The True Cost and all these other documentaries. And I did a lot of research and it doesn't take very long to find out that the fashion industry is so messed up in how much waste we produce and just everything that goes on from you know, how it starts in a garment, like, you know, the whole agricultural part of, um, like, growing cotton or bamboo or whatever, even if it is natural fibers, to, like, throwing things out after less than seven wears because we live in such a, like, disposable society, I guess. Like, I don't know how to even explain it, but I think we've gotten so used to just, like, disposing of things so easily and even with clothes which is crazy because at the end of the day like every piece of clothing is kind of a work of art like it's something that somebody has made with their hands like everything is handmade I know I like personally emphasize that a lot in my brand it's like oh well it's everything's handmade but like at the end of the day like quite literally everything is handmade in any business even if it is a fast fashion business because clothing I feel like is the one thing that hasn't been like streamlined into like letting technology just make it for you i feel like it's the one thing that humans still need to be part of the process for it to fully like you know go through like i think that you know it's impossible to finish sewing something without a person being the one sewing it so so yeah everything is technically handmade but you know some are handmade in an ethical way and some are handmade in a not so ethical way okay i lost my train of thought for a hot minute but i think it just came back to me so yeah clothing is literally a work of art and somebody hand makes every piece that you have ever worn and anything that is in your closet so the fact that we see it as something that we can quickly dispose of or something that we can just wear once and throw out is crazy like you wouldn't do that if somebody like hand makes you i don't know like a mug or something you wouldn't be like oh let me use it once and just throw it out like that would be so rude and like somebody put so much time and effort into that and you're just gonna throw it away like clothing is the same thing somebody put a lot of time and effort into making that even if they weren't paid properly and you're just gonna throw it out like it's nothing, like that is not good. Also, as a society, we just need to like accept the fact that you can repeat outfits and that is okay. And I feel like I've finally come to terms with that because growing up, I was the girl that never repeated an outfit. I won best dress in high school because I never repeated an outfit and I was known for that and I was so proud of that. But nowadays, I just love every piece in my closet and I want to rewear it a million times. It's gotten to a point where I feel like people are probably tired of seeing me in the same like three pairs of pants, but it's just like I feel so good in them and I love them so much. I love how I look in them. I love the way they feel. I love how comfortable they are. I just feel good in them, so I want to wear them more. And I feel like if we had that approach with all the clothing we have, life would be so much easier because you would just wear things you genuinely love. I feel like in 
high school I used to buy pieces because you know they were trendy and they look they would look cute for like a picture on Instagram or whatever but it wasn't like practical or comfortable to wear so I wouldn't actually wear it other than just for like the sake of a picture and I feel like that's something that people do a lot nowadays especially with the rise of like social media over the past few years and influencers and all the things and listen I get it I don't like to repeat outfits on my Instagram either and which is why I just like don't post as much on Instagram nowadays I feel like um I just don't care as much for my personal Instagram anymore but I get it like I know that it sucks to repeat outfits and you want to have different outfits and different looks and different aesthetics and you want to fit in with all the trends and all the things that are going on but at the same time like you really have to kind of reel it back and be like what do I actually value and like why do I need to be doing this because if you're doing it for the validation of all these random strangers on the internet like is it really worth it probably not and chances are that's probably what you're doing it for because I don't think you're doing it for your own validation because I don't think you'd be falling into trends just for yourself because at the end of the day like if you're doing something for yourself in terms of clothing it would be like tapping into your personal style and wearing something like kind of different from everybody else and not the trends. Although sometimes the trends do fall into your personal style and that's okay too. But I don't think every single trend ever is going to fall into your personal style. I don't really know where I'm going with this entire uh, first little episode. I'm gonna be honest, I recorded a different first episode and I just made it like short and sweet and just wanted to have like a little intro. But then I've been recording a few different ones with um, the first few guests already and I kind of want to come back and re-record this first episode and kind of give you guys a little bit more just because I'm gonna have some incredible conversations coming up with the guests that I have lined up. I'm seriously so excited for you guys to listen to them and so I guess I just wanted to give you guys more background on just myself because obviously when I have guests on I talk more about them than me but I wanted to give you guys kind of a good base of where I'm coming from with everything, kind of my opinions on things. I'm super excited to have this podcast also like look back on because I think that when it comes to sustainability and ethics and slow fashion in general, um, it's a movement that's like still growing and it's something that I'm still learning about every single day and I feel like there's always new information that comes up about sustainability or different things that you can be doing, different things that are better or worse or whatever. So I feel like this will be a cool place to kind of like grow together and learn together and kind of, you know, dive into all these new topics and stuff because the fashion industry is just a beast and you have to kind of, you know, really just go at it full force and it's easier to do that when you've got somebody to talk to, so hopefully that is what this could be for you. I also have video formats of this podcast up on YouTube if you're watching this on YouTube right now, hello. If you're listening, you can also watch it on YouTube. I personally love watching podcasts on YouTube because if you've ever watched my YouTube videos, I am always like sewing and watching something on YouTube and 98% of the time it's either vlogs or podcasts. I don't know what it is about it, but I love listening to podcasts, but I like the visuals as well. So that's why I made a video format for you guys as well, if that is like something you like, because that's something I personally like. But yeah, if you are watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. It would mean a lot to me. And if you are listening on wherever you, you know, stream your podcasts, Feel free to subscribe on those platforms as well. It would mean so much to me. And while you're at it, go follow the Instagram that we have. It is at Unfiltered Fashion Talks. I am so excited about the aesthetic of the feed that we're building up. I just want to have so much fun with it. I want it to be a place of like inspiration and community and just like a fun place for you to come to. It's also going to be where I am going to let you guys kind of send in questions for guests or just for future topics or things you want me to cover, all that stuff. I want it to be a conversation between you and me. I don't just want to come up with topics on my own. Like I want you guys to be 
as much a part of this as I am. So that is going to be kind of where we do that. So definitely follow if you want to um, be featured in any of the podcasts as far as like featuring a question or something. So go ahead and do that. And yeah, I'm literally just so excited to be starting this. It's something that I've had in my head for so long and I'm so happy to finally see it come to life. And I hope that you guys are too. You guys can also send me like guest requests. Like that would be really cool. I have a lot of guests kind of like lined up and people that I know I want to reach out to. Just like people I know personally or people that I mutually follow on social media and stuff like that. But I would love to hear what you guys want to see too and who you want me to talk to and what you want me to talk to them about because I think it would be cool to just have like dedicated episodes with certain people about certain topics and stuff like that and just like really dive into things because I just feel like there's so much to cover in the fashion industry like we could go so many different routes and I already have with the first few guests so I really want you guys to be a part of that and really like let me know what you want to see whether you comment it on YouTube or you send me a DM on Instagram about it on our Instagram or comment on one of the posts whatever you do let me know um because that would be really cool. And also, please um, rate and review the podcast. That would mean a lot to me as well. On whatever streaming service or thing you are listening on, it would mean a lot to me and it would really help me. And that would also help us reach more people, which would be really cool because I think that this is something that a lot of people could benefit from. And I feel like it's something I would have benefited from a lot when I was in high school and like looking into being a fashion designer because I feel like nobody was talking about this type of stuff when I was in high school and I you guys are just so lucky now if you're like in high school right now or you're just younger right now you have so much more information than I even had a couple years ago so anyway let's share this and let's just like make it a big community where we can all learn and grow together that's kind of the goal of it you know anyway I'm gonna keep this podcast on the shorter side because um you know this is just an intro I just wanted to sit down and kind of give you guys a little rundown of everything but yeah, stay tuned for next week's episode and all the episodes after that. Like I said, subscribe wherever you're listening and don't forget to follow us and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.